Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Biomass. We are doing a... My brother's touching himself. Um, we're doing another Around the Kitchen Table episode. Uh, a little bit late on this, I suppose. I've been on a bit of a hiatus for the show anyways, but also for, for this particular topic. But I've got Livy here, as usual, and my brother Dante, who usually joins us for these episodes. And we are going to be talking about Borderlands 3, because we finally finished the whole campaign. We've kind of been playing in the mayhem modes, doing the circles of slaughter, the proving grounds. I mean, we haven't done everything exhaustively, but we've done enough to to probably speak on this. So, Did we unlock the card trick? Uh, no, that was a pre-DLC that we were all forced to watch and endure. Oh, gotcha. As Randy Pitchford is... Most awkward person. Ever. I wonder if he was delaying something, and that was just no. I think he's just terrible. Oh, okay. Like, like he's the worst part of Gearbox. Um, so Borderlands Three, long awaited. Um, we'll get into the weeds, but overall, do you think it was worth the wait compared to Borderlands Two and six years of? Was it six years? Something like that. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, it was. It took a while. It wasn't six years, was it? Between two and three, it was a while. I'd say it's. I, think I bought Borderlands 2 on PS3. I mean, that's kind of dating it right there. Well, because I think um, Borderlands 1 came out, and then 2 was like three years later. It was relatively soon after. And then maybe pre-sequel came out between 2 and 3, obviously. But I think between 2 and 3, it's been about six years. That's like Deep Space Nine. You just don't talk about it a lot. <laughs> pre-sequel had its charm. It, it was good. It's just the issue was everybody's comparing it to 2 and wanted it to be better than 2, and it was just kind of a sidestep. Well, and, okay, and that's, that's probably a good segue then, because... We hear the criticism a lot for 3 that, oh, it's just Borderlands 2, but a little bit different. Do you, yeah. do, you, do you think that's fair? Yes, and that's exactly what I fucking wanted. I mean, I wanted more more guns, more weird... I mean, I mean, one thing that Borderlands 3 definitely has is diversity. I mean, for the most part, guns looked a little different, but for the most part in 2, they looked exactly the same. Functionally... They, they felt very similar. You might see differences in stats. With but now it didn't, like, you know, you know, Borderlands 2 didn't have Atlas guns. But, I mean, in Borderlands 1, Atlas guns were just a gun. They were just a nice gun. They were just high quality. They were higher. higher. Yeah. They, basically, their stats were always way higher than equivalent stuff. And now they have range. this, like, tracking mechanic and all that. I mean, they're very... Each gun manufacturer feels more different than they ever did. And that's good, yeah. I think. No, I, I would agree. Um, so I guess what the question is, is people are complaining that it's the same, but a different game. What were they wanting that was different? That's what I'm not really sure. Because, I mean, I felt like the identity is there. It's Borderlands. It, 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 it's got a lot. And they, it's a bunch of... I see most of it's quality of life improvements. The menus, like, game, moment to moment is awesome. Like, when you're drawing around and you're in, you know the shit, and you got four people shooting everything, it's awesome. Occasionally you have a little slowdown based on your computer. Well, basketball. we won't get into performance right now, but, but just, just pure pure gameplay-wise. It's awesome. I mean, it's, you know, may, you know, mayhem. Well, and I think it, it definitely suffers from this, the, the issue of, you know, Borderlands 2 came out a long time ago. And, it, yeah. and so, like, on a very cursory surface level, yeah, it looks. Have you actually looked at gameplay of Borderlands Two recently? It looks like shit. I mean, like first of all, I mean, like, it was, the, the graphics are a huge upgrade, but two, like just the gun mechanics look 
much worse in two than they are in three. I mean, it wasn't even worse. It was just like, I mean... Well, well at, the, at the time, they it, were it great. great, yeah. But, but our like, standards have increased significantly. Yeah, like now now Borderlands 3, every single gun can have a little trinket which is hanging there and, and it has chunks of metal well, that I, flip and and, fl- and I don't even mean this sort of animations like that. I'm just talking mm. about like actual game feel, like how it feels to pull yeah. a trigger in the gun, like the sound design and how they recoil and how it how it looks. The sound design's awesome. It's not like... Well, when it works... Mm. <laughs> Side um, note, <laughs> yeah. Well, like so we'll talk about performance later. But I again, I think it, it suffers. That it's been so long that people don't really realize. Like, I mean, how often do you hear like, "Oh, this looks like a PlayStation Two game." I'm like, and not for this game specifically. But I'm like, have you looked at a PlayStation Two game compared to this? Go look it's at, not even close. Like I saw a picture. We, we saw that picture of like Tannis in Borderlands One oh, versus terrible. Three, and it's like, oh, kind of looks like a toenail. Yeah, I mean, there's not that Borderlands has been known for their high fidelity graphics. I mean, it's it's very stylized. So yeah, but but even so, the the style is still there. But like the quality side by side, it's a completely unfair comparison. Oh yeah, I mean like like the the modernization of like adding sliding, like sliding seven years ago was it super common compared? I think really right. Destiny kind of brought that into Destiny, the Titanfall, to, Destiny Titanfall. Um, well, did Doom 2016 have? No. No? I, I would say that I think the advent of first-person shooters where movement was like a primary function mm-hmm. of the gameplay, well, like Titanfall and, and, and Destiny. And Destiny. Um, then we started to see more advanced stuff like sliding, wall running, that sort of thing. I mean, because you remember jump mechanics in Borderlands 2. It was terrible. Oh, I mean, it's awful. Now it feels, you know, you 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 know, you slide down. You, you, can, slide, you can slide, you jump, you vault. It feels very fluid. Yes. I, I, I they modernized it. Yes. And I think that the, the, the moment-to-moment moving around in the shooting is, is much improved. I mean, honestly, I would equate it to if you didn't have your jump mechanic in Destiny. Like, if you didn't have your double jumper stuff, it feels very... Sli- you know, sliding feels good and yeah. popping up and shooting and crouching behind stuff. Well, especially with like, um, like, because I play Zane. And when, you, when you get the movement buff going, Sanic. Like, pe- people joke about it, but honestly, it feels <laughs> like you're playing Doom 2016 because he's so fast that you're just like yeah. zipping around and, you know, it, it's it's awesome. And, and that's where, again, more quality of life stuff because it's like in Borderlands 2, there was really only one thing per character that was reasonably good. Um, you mean build diversity? Build diversity, like right. Salvador. You had to go down the sexual transforce tree, otherwise it kind of sucked. Right. Um, Axton just kind of sucked in end game. You had to go down Blight Phoenix for Maya. Zero. Ugh. Zero had a lot of yeah. I think I think in terms of um, so we'll, we'll move away from the from the quality of life, but um, I think that's another that's another improved thing is that the build diversity is definitely there. Yeah, I mean it, it has a little bit of balance issues in some areas, but I'm playing Moe's right now. And again, some issues with the bear, but it's like, I switched my build out drastically, and mm-hmm. it changed, you know, I went from this, like, explosion build with extreme tank to, I can heal myself very effectively, but I don't have a lot of health, but I also have high DPS. Well, and I, I feel like this time around, um, Gearbox is definitely more cognizant of the builds, because, like, they are... Is they're seeing like particular builds, like the like the infinite grenade build for most. Oh yeah, that was they're like, they're trying to squash that and make and they it, did more or less. I mean, it's still viable. But well, they want it to be viable, but they don't want it to be the obvious choice. And I think that yes. was, and I think probably Flack is next to the, on the chopping block for that because his fadeaway build with they, they like, just changed that a little on actually the tenth. Well, they they nerfed it really badly and they kind of rolled it back yeah. a little bit. But I think overall, 
basically from talking to flat players, you do that kind of build or don't bother. Basically. Because he's pretty much designed to just destroy bosses and, instantly. And, yeah, the infinite grenades for Moe's... And I, because, because before, literally, you could use grenades as your main weapon. Right. You could, as long as you hit one thing, basically, mm-hmm. with a, like a shocking grenade, you basically had infinite grenades. You, there's no reason to ever stop throwing them. Right. Which was effective, but honestly kind of boring. Right. Well, and I think in, in this, this kind of leads into another issue. Like, so playing a Zane, I've tried like five or six different builds. Yeah, you've tried And they, they, they all feel viable for Zane. In his builds, dramatically changed, like yeah, I, like significantly different because his his kit is so varied. He's got a lot of. I mean, you, it's like with Moe's, you can change the bear a little bit, but for the most part, it's a mech with guns. You can have flamethrowers, you can have Gatling guns. You yeah, can it's a little gimmicky almost because they don't really. It doesn't perform well enough to really shine as something that's unique. I would, yeah, I would love to have like you know, you know where. You know, if you get the flamethrower on somebody, it just fucking melts them. Right. Versus the, you know... More longer range, lower DPS. Yeah, right. you know, or explosions, you know, be viable. Right now, it's just kind of like, it doesn't really matter what you pick, because they all kind of suck endgame anyway. Well, and that's that's another issue they suffer from. I mean, in, is that they, they don't necessarily... Everything scales very well. And and I think, I think like, for well, Zane, Zane's got, like, the best build diversity, but because of that, there's no particular build of his that you feel like this overpowered monster like some of the other other classes oh, do. Yeah, and, and it goes back to the pets having issues because I know in Borderlands Two, Death Trap and Axton's Turret, at Endgame, you they basically much, you, they, pretty they much you pretty much use Axton's Turret just for nuke. You use Longbow plus nuke just to and then and then just to zap something yeah. and then call it back immediately. Yeah, and and that's the issue with three is it wasn't so bad in two because really it's only like two out of the six characters. Had issues with that in the end. Well, it's usually pets they struggle with. Yeah, it was pets. Scale-wise. It was it was two pets because everybody else was relatively okay. Well, because everything else is based off of usually health and shield and gun damage, and all yeah. of that scales appropriately. But the and pets now, they always seem to struggle with getting it to work right. Yeah, and now the only person who doesn't have issues end game with that is Amara because she's the only one without a pet. Right. And you know, it's because because you know our friend who plays Flack. His his pet dies super quick. Yeah, and like I mean, I mean to put it in perspective, like when I jump into the Iron Bear, you know, you 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 think it should be, you know, you jump into a mech. I mean, like Titanfall. You right. jump into a deck in Titanfall. You are well, they're they're almost, channeling that heavily. Yeah, and it's like you almost unstoppable. The only thing that can stop you is an equally as big mech. Right. And when I jump into mine, even scaled into the tree to make it more durable. I have almost double the health of it. It feels like a downgrade. It is a downgrade, both yeah. in damage and health. I basically use it to soak up a cup, a little bit of damage, and basically be a meat wall while I revive somebody. Has has Gearbox? Because I haven't been tracking Moses changes. Have they made any attempt to address that? Not at all. The only thing that I've seen them messing with Moses is basically nerfing her. Like I don't think she's been buffed at all. She's well, they're nerfing buffed. a particular build. Yes, but but the 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 bear just. You know, you should feel powerful in it, and it doesn't. It is a downgrade in health and everything. Because your your action skill is meant to feel like this surge of power, right? Well, yeah, and it's like, you're playing the gunner and not using your gunner. Her whole shtick as a character is the fact that she's got this mech, and it's almost like you don't want to use it because it's not worth it. I use it exactly for the... For one skill, which starts starts, uh, cranking up our shields when I enter the mech. That's it. 
So you're not even using it for the mech, it's for the secondary effects built around it. Basically, because like the Iron Bear, where, where for 15 seconds it stays around and shoots, I just immediately hop in it, get my shield start recharging, and then hop out, and then for 15 seconds it's basically a shitty turret. Right. And it's like, so that's like, and that's the most effective way that I've found to use it. Right. So you mean, yeah, I mean like, the nice thing with like at least Flack, he's so strong himself that the pet feels cursory. Moe's is really strong by herself, but the the robot feels cursory. Yeah. Um, and for, like, for, for Zane, the way I tend to play, I'm usually using my... The shield I use a lot because I have the shield actually The shield actually holds up it, relatively well. I don't think it has health. Is it just... I feel like it just is infinite health. It's just on duration. That's how it should be. Um, like Because like, you, you see all the trailers and everybody's inside the bubble shooting out. Right. You know. And, and there's... Maybe that's why I feel like it's being it, it holds up to the damage. Well, yeah, because it I, is. I mean, it, maybe it is breaking, and I just don't realize it. But it feels like it can take a beating, and I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's good. Um, the drone can't be damaged, so that's fine. It, it's damaged. Oh, it can't? No, I think it's a, it's immortal. Um, the digital I don't play as much with. There's a lot of builds that use it, but I just I don't right now. Yeah, and his Digiclone's pretty similar I've, to Jack and Free Sequel. I've heard there's issues with it. With the way it handles guns and the way its health are problematic. But again, I think. Oh, some like, guy was testing something. It was like literally a guide strike in front of it and you couldn't hit it with a shotgun. Well, it doesn't help that, that Zane, a lot of his skills are broken right now. So, I mean, supposedly they fixed them, but again, they didn't even put that in the patch notes. I think they're kind of quietly trying mm-hmm. to ninja fix it. Because, like, a lot of, like, the key, like, some of the keystone skills weren't even doing anything at all. Yeah. And it's like he was so fucked up that like no one even really knew that it was broken. They just assumed he was sucked. He sucked. Um, I think he's still the weakest character, and it's like again probably because he can't. He's build, probably the weakest. Yeah, he can't build into that really niche build that just kind of breaks everything. And Amara is probably third on that because Amara can put out some really nice elemental damage towards Mayhem Three when basically everything resists everything else. You have to use the right element. Yes, which and, is where you struggle. And and she's. It's not that she's bad. She's very well-rounded. The issue is is Flack and Moe's has these two badass builds, which are basically unstoppable. Like, like when we were playing uh, the Underdome, or whatever they call it. Circle, Circle, Circle Slaughter. Slaughter. Yeah. As long as I was shocking something with my grenade, I'm basically unkillable. Right. I mean, I, I've literally stood in the shit just... You know, chuck a grenade every once in a while, and they couldn't cut through my health. Well, and I, like, I, like I told you before, I, th- I think that they look and at that build and go, this is a game about getting a bunch of guns, and here's a build where you basically don't use the guns. You just throw a grenade the whole time, and it's a specific type of grenade that really... Storm makes it Yeah. Right. That, that goes against kind of... I mean, it might be fun, feel strong, but it also kind of goes against the whole cycle of the game, which is get better guns, you know? Yeah, and I change it to mine now. It's more uh, infinite ammo. I want to be able to that, hold the trigger down for 10 minutes. If I played Moe's, that's probably what I would do is that like, Dude, L- it's like so that LMG fun. style where it's like you have this huge magazine. It's just sustained fire. You know, oh, yeah, fire. and the ammo regeneration going. Yeah, I love that sort of thing. Yeah, it, it's fun. So, Livy, for I haven't played Amara, but how do you feel? I know you've tried a couple different builds with her. I know you've, you've kind of dialed in on one that you like, but... Do you feel that there's there is some build diversity that you feel like it's viable to do different types of builds, or is there only one in particular that works? I think the phase lock that the, one seems, the, that one seems to be the, the best. Right. I mean, it was. I the... I tried them trying the whole like you know fist coming out of the earth in front of you. I've done the whole um, you know slamming into them. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. 
it doesn't feel like it's supportive enough as right you know and then the the one where i slam down and the you know people become allies seems to trip people up more than it helps they they but i wish I, you could damage them well like, and i while think they were your allies like, that just, would be helpful because it, otherwise yeah. it just turns into well i was trying to hit that one and then you can't for five seconds but it's like well, especially if you're using your abilities to attack them and then suddenly they're invulnerable because they're allied and you're like well, shit i just wasted i mean because it does apply damage so when they come out of that that um, trance, right. they take damage from that. So it's right. not like you lose. And I think it would be really helpful too, just to have like a big fat green arrow above their head or well, something. Their name turns green. Yeah, but in the moment, it's it, there's so much shit going on. I'm thinking like some I, super I look super for swirly thing above their head. That's what I've been looking for, and I wish that was just extremely well, I obvious. Pick, like the big stupid one that comes out first, and I'm guessing everyone's wanting to attack that one too. I'm like, I went across the map to do this, and you're over here too. Yeah, go away. <laughs> and it is extremely helpful sometimes. Like I'm you know, choosing them because they have a lot of firepower, and they're going to take out a lot of the little yeah, and, pestering and, things. So it's like, and it's super useful because we were in a, a, a circle of slaughter where our, our fourth died, our flack, and he was up there sniping, and I was trying to res Pokey, and um, I was just getting shot up. I was out of grenades. I couldn't heal. Livy comes down and slams this big group of enemies and turns them all friendly for like. You know, ten seconds, and that was just enough time to get it you stops, right. It stops the incoming DPS, which is definitely a better. It's useful. I just it needs a little tweaking. Like I think it, with a little bit of tweaks, it'd be way more viable. Yeah, because I mean, like even if it was like I can damage them, and then that damage builds up, and then when they come out of it, all of the damage applies at once. Yeah, because like because you because your initial damage will hurt them at the end, but mm-hmm. if I shoot them, I don't think it does anything. No, because so. I've. I've, I've Try to blow them up because it would it would actually be nice if you could get a group and we could just light them all up and yeah they they're still alive for ten seconds doing damage to other enemies but then they all just die because they've taken so much damage in that trance that and often sirens at least in the other Borderlands often follow in the support role usually mm-hmm. um, Maya definitely fe- I mean she could do Blight Phoenix a lot and that was a lot of damage Lilith wasn't at all though Maya was it was Maya was the medic in, in two. But I forget what Lilith. I never played Lilith. I was always rolling. Lilith had the phase walk, and it was she was more like kind of like a rogue character because she moved around really fast. It was Roland was definitely the support character. Oh yes, oh, and then Maya was the support character, and now I would say probably Zane is actually more of the supporting character. You know, I just realized because he's the only one that. I mean, I guess I guess Flack has the passive HP regen for everybody, but and Zane, I do have some shield bonuses. You have a little bit, but Zane has like. You know, the aid station, big bubble. Yeah. If, if you spec into it that way, you can make that big bubble heal, at, and, heal allies. You know, and uh, and the phase lock is good because I think the biggest issue right now with 3 is that they're running into scaling issues with the with the, the abilities. And I think the reason that you're saying that phase lock feels so powerful is because you're not trying to damage them with your ability. It's you're the, holding them still so that your guns can do the damage. Well, it's the side effect. It's not a direct effect. It's, an, it's a supportive effect. Yes, and, and that's... It's kind of like my shield boosts damage, but it boosts the damage of the gun. It doesn't directly yes. do damage itself. And uh, and that, that's fun because, you know, you stand inside the shield with the bear and you fire all the rockets and they light on fire as they travel through. Well, and it shows because, like, with Zane for, like, the drone and for the Digiclone, they... They buffed up the damage on on them. Yeah, and or at least at least for the the drone, it was there was a damage penalty for picking the cryo augmentation. They removed that damage penalty by twenty percent. Yeah, and I understand. I mean, like like Krieg. It, I played Krieg 
I think it's a level 80 at one point, like all yeah. the way up to the tip top. Right. And I never once thought, I'm not going to use my action skill because it does less damage than my guns. I, you know, I want to be in my action skills as often as possible because I'm healing and doing damage and, mm-hmm. and that scale wonderfully. Right. At least I think. Um, I, I never played Death Trap or Gage, whatever. Gage was a crazy mess. <laughs> yeah. You, and you, you could utterly break Gage to a point where if you were disciplined in how you played as her, you could pretty much one-shot everything. Yeah. And, and I think as a whole, the action ability... The action abilities need a significant buff. Or at least adjust how they're they're scaling somehow. Yes. Like because like the like the secondary effects feel good. Like, you know, for the Digiclone, you can set it up so when you swap places, it forcibly recharges your shield. Yeah, that's great. That will always be useful. It doesn't have to scale, it just it works. Yes. But and, like and if, if any direct effect where they are directly damaging the enemy or directly healing you or have a health pool themselves, it's not quite there yet. Well, and even I played, I, I started Lamara and I got a little bit into the story with it. I got like all 15 or something. Sure. And I was using the big slam on the ground. It just doesn't, even at that level, not even mayhem or anything, like a level 15, it's like, eh? Well, and that's kind of indicative of Borderlands games, period. Like, initially, you feel... Honestly, the games kind of feel like shit for the first, like, half of the leveling, because you don't have enough ability points to really do cool well, stuff Well, and that's yet. the thing with, at least, Moses Iron Bear. Early game, like, through, through you know, the first three quarters of the story, it that, feels thing, great. that thing feels awesome. Like, right. you, you hop in that, you're unkillable, you're blowing shit up. You know, that's awesome. Once you get into the second, you know, the last fourth of the story and mayhems you're like yay it has half the amount of health my shield does yeah they, they've got to find some way to link those entities to the character more directly yeah and, like and, like and, like for zane he's got this his pinnacle skill for the, the shielding tree is that the shield takes on all of the beneficial effects that your personal shield has yeah. so that 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 feels like it scales well and i think one of the issues like in two zero's action scale was that scales with him Melee damage scales, the, the skills scaled with that. Good. Maya's phase lock, same reason. Pull it up in the air, it's just good. Axon had issues. Axon's turret had problems. Gunzerker. More it was, guns. It was, well, then that fit, the, that fit the, the bill well, because again, the game's about guns, right? Yes, and it, it felt good because it was like, it, it felt that your action skill wasn't just a thing that you could do, it was the thing you want to do. Right. I mean, like, we look at this, like, when we theory craft with, like, Final Fantasy, right? You don't want a skill that is a DPS drop. If your DPS goes down by using that skill, you're not going to use it. It's boring. So if you... Well, why would you? You're being suboptimal. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if you have an action skill, that, like, even, like, with your forcefully recharging shields, you're still taking time to get into the mech and get back out. Which takes a couple of seconds. It, it takes a couple, which may not be significant, but if you really want to min-max and like optimize your damage output, you might have to in high-level difficulties. Well, and, and I think the most hilarious thing is the nuclear warheads is probably one of the weakest weapons in the game. Right. For, or one of the weakest bear weapons. It's it's kind of a joke. Right. And I mean, they, they could even turn the Iron Bear into like the safe haven. Like, it mids damage may not be crazy, but like it's a... Things are getting kind of hairy. You hop in there. Now you're safe. You can kind of, you know, reposition, re- reposition, kind of clean up the situation, hop out. And, and that's what I've used it before. Like in the past, like, uh, like I said, I've, because my, all my healing is dependent on if I have grenades burning essentially on enemies. Yeah. And so I'll hop into the bear and, you know, it'll chew, and the enemies will chew up my, you know, 30,000 health or whatever it is. Uh-huh. 
while I res somebody. Yeah. Um, but it's like, that's basically the music for. Right. And it needs to be in, or if it turned it into, like... And that's, the, and that's boring. It's and, a giant mech, and I, what do I use it for? I use it to heal people. And, and like, <laughs> and like the turret on the back, right. like, you always see, like, play together, and you see, you oh, know, Zane, you see Zane riding in the back. Level one, or level two, whatever, that thing's a piece of shit. Wait, I, I kind we of tried, I forgot I that whipped. it was there, actually. Yeah, I got whiplash. Because I'm like, the, the biggest issue with that is, is, one, it's DPS sucks ass. Two, you can't see what you're, you shooting, see what you're shooting at because of the third person. It's what That's three. So stupid. You can only enter it while behind, while behind the iron bear, and it takes animation time. And again. You're lowering your DPS. Why the fuck would well, you do and that's, that? And that's another like weird downgrade. Trying to and this could be a, indicative of them switching engines, but trying to interact with objects is the biggest pain in the fucking right? ass. Like, like trying to raising trying to revive, trying to revive is impossible. I feel like in two. I mean, I'd have to go play it again to see. I, mean, but yeah, I feel like in two. If you were just remotely close if to you, them, if you even had their back to you, essentially, if, if, if they were on screen. You know, and relatively close, you can res. I almost remember body blocking, like I don't know. I remember like, that. Not, but yeah, I remember like, like you could. It was really easy. Like I never thought playing two. It's hard to revive people. No, and it is hard to do it. I too. think the biggest complaint I had in two is that you would sometimes reload your gun first before you'd start the revive. Yes, but here it's like you have to be looking at them. Crouching down next to him, you know. Like, like Livia's on the ground, bubbling an ass and holding her intestines in, <laughs> and like characters like you want to trade. I'm like, yeah. she's dying! Fucking pick her up! And I think you can turn trades off if you want, but it's like... But the, but the point is that their priority list and, like, how much a pain they ask, or, like, getting into a vehicle, like, climbing oh into... Oh my god, it's terrible! Climbing into the top turret, I'm like, in two, I'm like, you could pretty much be anywhere near it and look... Because how it was, it was basically, like, the, the technicals, the big, like, kind of pickup trucks things. Right. It was, if your point, if you're aiming at the, anywhere at the front... Driver's seat. You'll drive the driver's seat. If the driver's seat full, you'll get into the gunner. Or if you were on the sides, you'd get into the seat, into the, into the gunner yeah. seat, or the back, you get into the back. Here it's like, to get in the, to get in the top gunner seat, ass. you have to be on the right side of the car to do it. Yeah. You have to circle around. I'm like... It's very annoying. Why? Like, this work... Like, my, my, my whole thing with Borderlands 1 and 2 and Empress sequels, like, vehicles are so easy to work with. You can hop in and out. You can switch seats. Super simple. Here, I'm like... And I'm just gonna, of, like, honestly, I fast travel to the car because it's faster than trying to walk around the edge and get into the car. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> and like the Cyclone feels like Borderlands 2. But the Cyclone doesn't have a back or a front, essentially. It only has sides. So you're only approaching it from the side. That, so that was not the easy. problem. Yeah, the, it's the, super easy. But even like, even the, not even the technical, but even just the, what's it called? The, the runner. The runner. Even that's kind of a pain in the ass to get into. By the way, the fucking cycles are awesome. The cycles are very cool. They're, they're, they're awesome. Like, I saw those and shit in my pants. And the, those vehicle, are cool. the vehicle customization thing is, it's not as deep as you may think, but it is kind of fun to hunt down parts and get different parts and it, customize it's them. It's fun. It is. You know, and, you know, we'll be on our way to a, a mission and suddenly this, you know, this cycle will go by and we're like, oh shit, that's got something we're going to have and we all chase it down. We're trying to wheel on fire? Yeah, yeah, basically. And you go up and like GTA style, punch the guy out of the driver's seat, steal it. And it's that, like... For those of you who played Titanfall, play, Boogie Tape played it a little bit. You remember jumping on a Titan? Oh, it's so easy. It, as long as basically you got above its waist, it, you, would, you would you would clamber up on top. Yeah, that's how the Iron Bear turret should be. Just don't press any buttons. Just jump onto it. But the, again, the thing is, like that turret would have to scale so well they, because, like, 
They, all, they, all the crazy shit that you can do as a physical player, why the hell would you gimp yourself by climbing into this machine gun turret? What it should be is you get a damage... It, it should be you hop in the back, you get a damage buff, and you get to use your own guns. So it's actually like, do I want to take the time to climb in there for that damage buff? Right. Or you, like, you're prote- again, like going back to the idea of like the Iron Bear is this like, moment of respite where you're safe. Someone can climb in there, let their shields come back, let their health get back, and they can do some damage. And that's what I was, I was, and honestly, I was kind of disappointed with the Mose. I mean, don't get me wrong. She's fun to play. You can do explosion builds. She's very strong. She's very strong. But is it fun? It is for, for what it is. But I would love, you know, I, I kind of miss playing the bear. Like, I was really hoping for Salvador. I was looking for heavy metal Salvador. Right. You jump into this, you're fucking unkillable. You got guns blowing everywhere, you know, and it's like. When you take damage, you heal. <laughs> When you die, you heal. <laughs> yeah, and and now and that was the the biggest thing about that. It was like it, it just felt bad. Like what the bear needs in my mind is like even if it doesn't do that much damage, you want to feel like awesome. Like like it would be great because remember Salvador had the thing where you flip people off to right. taunt them. It needs that. Like it should be have a giant shield, a shit ton of health. And then be able to taunt things. Because, you know... If you could actually forcefully get enemies to target, you, just, could, be a, you could be a tank. Because, uh, Flax Pet, I think, has that. Yeah. And, because it would be, it'd be... I'd love to be the tank and, you know, have you guys running around killing shit while I'm just soaking up damage. And that's kind of how they apply it. The trailers where, you know, she hops in the mech, everything's right. shooting at her, and you Zane's feel, looping around. You feel like a badass. I mean, I, I don't get the impression that Gearbox is willing to drastically change the effects of the skills in the existing trees. Yes, yes. Existing trees. But I think that if they add more trees, which I'm... Some people were were not happy about that. They said we're not going to do more characters. We'll do more skill trees for the characters. I I think think that's way more interesting than having to start a whole new character just to play... And don't get me wrong. I love new characters. Like, I love Krieg. Krieg is definitely my favorite Borderlands 2 character. Right. But it's a double-edged sword. I would love to have a new character... But also adding more trees would also be really fun. Right. And, and, you know, your group may not want to go through the story all over again. Yeah. Maybe maybe they do, maybe they don't. But the point is, it's like... Then you have the choice. It's almost like you can probably do, like, as we've seen with, like, Zane, there's a lot of interesting shit you can do with a single character. As long as it scales properly. Sure. But, I mean, it's, it's interesting at the very least. And you can do some crazy interconnecting synergies. And I think that's really where the fun theory crafting comes is... How can I mix these different trees together? And it's like we were talking about what the, the Iron Bear has the, the punching, which is a joke. I mean, the, the the damage is okay, but it blows through fuel so quickly, it's kind of a joke. Right. But it's like, you're using your freeze build, and if you freeze things, they, if you freeze things solid, they get drastically... Well, thing, things get crazy with team play. Though. Yeah, and, but those get drastically increased melee damage. So, you know, you freeze this big-ass boss, I run up to just start beating the shit out of it, and it cracks into a million pieces. That's fun. Well, and... Not realistic. Yeah, and I think we've kind of been speaking of the characters in the vacuum, but I think that this team play synergy also gets kind of interesting. Because, I mean, yes. I think that almost works a little bit better than the characters by themselves. Yes. Because, like, I've I've built my Zane, because I got, like, a couple really good guns and artifacts and, and class mods kind of at the same time that all focused around his cryo abilities to freeze enemies. So I was Which, like, okay, I'll give this a shot. Which, if you were playing solo, would be terrible. It would be a real pain in the ass. Yes. But for, for, for team play, I was like, okay, this feels pretty cool. I can pretty much freeze, like, almost anything in the game extremely fast. 
I can't do a ton of damage, but then we've got Libby who's running like a brawler build for Mara, and frozen enemies take 300% melee damage, so she goes up and just decimates And, and that's, that's what I love about, like, I remember we were playing in the Circle of Florida, and I remember this big giant enemy, we're shooting, we're shooting, and finally it freezes over. And it just helps. And just Libby chunks. comes out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> It slams down and shatters into a million pieces. Right. And that, you know, it's like something from a trailer. And that's what makes Borderlands fucking awesome. Yeah, and we had, I think we, we were fortunate that a lot of things kind of lined up where we've built a good synergy where, because like our friend, he's, he, he's like, yeah, I just got this, this artifact that gives me like, or class model that gives me like, it's like a, 200% bonus to crit damage on frozen enemies. Yes. So it's like, I freeze it, and Livy's punching it, and, and Seb comes up, and basically one shot. And, and the thing is, is how his build is, he doesn't use full-auto guns very much. And you need a full-auto gun to do to freeze things. And so it's like, you can freeze him, he blows their head off and turns into a pile of money and guns, you know. And, and, we're, all, and we're all happy. Well, it's like, <laughs> I like we were playing Circle of Slaughter, and you and Seb died. And so you have to go up into a little sniper's nest, and you're sniping down. Yeah. I'm just trying to survive. And I see Libby smashing shit, you know, and she's she had that build where you can convert enemies into friendlies for a little bit. Uh-huh. And so I'm just trying to keep my head above water. And Libby was just, by sheer coincidence, the giant thing that was about to kill me, she turns it friendly and lets my health come back. If, Meanwhile, if anything, it helps with, with lowering incoming DPS. Yes. Like I said, it's good. Just need some tweaks. So there's a question to segue out of that. Um, do you think, because we're comparing from the second game to the third, do you think they traded the gameplay experience for the story? Because I feel like number two story was a little more solid than this one. Uh, yeah, okay. Again, yeah. so <laughs> it was hard to beat Handsome Jack. No, no, no I'm going to back that up because... Like, the writing in 3 is fucking atrocious. <laughs> Convince me otherwise. It's horrible. It has its moments. I mean, it's like pre-sequel. It has very few moments. It's, honestly, it's worse than pre-sequel. And pre-sequel was weak as hell. Like, like one... Got to eat diaries! Like, like, one got a pass because there basically wasn't a story. <laughs> and it was, like, the first game in a genre. So you were just, like, there just for the unique gameplay. Sweet. Two blew it out of the water in every way. It was way. wonderful. Pre-sequel was like, eh, it was okay. It was, it was, it was intriguing almost entirely because of Handsome Jack. That's, that was... And you were trying to, you're like, okay, how did... Because you know the end result. You're trying to figure out, let's see what happens to Right. Him. It's almost kind of a sympathetic response. You're like, okay, he's a monster, but he kind of didn't start that way. It, various things happened to get him there. Mm-hmm. The writing in 3 is awful. Mm-hmm. Like, the gameplay, <laughs> I think, overall... Again, awesome. Performance aside, because the game has a lot of performance issues... In but select moments. It's almost all the time. <laughs> um, but the story is fucking awful. I'm sorry. It's not that funny. It's bad. There, there's like, no. like, like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll quote one of the reviews that Skill Up did because I like his stuff and he's pretty fair that he's like, in two, you had basically Handsome Jack and Claptrap were the funny guys. They yes. were the kind of the comedic re- relief. Now everybody, everyone tries to be like everyone has to be like zany and crazy, and it just falls flat. It's terrible. Like you're just like even claptrap. You're just like yeah, whatever. You like, know? He's just there. He's, he's just in a there. window one minute. He's walking. He's literally in a room minute, closet, and then he's just not there for the rest of the time. I, and then I don't know. It's just kind of like I still absolutely love the, the whole streamer. 
the whole streamer thing was bullshit. It's so dumb. And like, it's almost like they were trying to, like, make it, like, cool, make it relevant by making them be evil streamers, except that, like, everything they do has really nothing to do with with streaming. Like, they could have just said, hey, I'm a siren, and I've created a cult, and they all follow me. And you could cut the streaming part out entirely, and it wouldn't yes. make a damn bit of difference no. to the story whatsoever. So that is bullshit right there. Yeah. Yes, you could have, you know, dictator, cult, yada, 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 Like the, 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 cult, the cult is fine, but the whole streamer thing completely fell flat. The only thing that makes the streamers is um, they post stupid videos sometimes between missions. Now, it, okay, yeah, and admittedly, whatever. the story writing aside, um, going to the different planets and actually learning a little bit more about Borderlands lore is that's awesome. That's fine. Like, 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 like if you, if failure you, or whatever. Right. If, if you dig, the lore is good. Yes. But, like, just the, 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 the most people are going to look at is just the campaign, and it's bad. And the thing is, okay. Except for the Typhoon Delirium. So, like, funny shit. so, like, after, uh, what's, what's the, the, the brother twin's name? Uh, dude. Tyreen, no. Shit. It's Tyreen and. Oh, goddamn. Seriously? Okay. So, once he kills Maya. Right. Oh yeah. By the spoilers. way, we're doing spoilers. Thirty seconds ago. Sorry. Yeah. Well, once once he kills Maya and he gets siren powers, they start building him up to be like he's kind of getting stronger and he's feeling and, pretty good about and himself. That's kind of, I was kind of expecting him to, to kind of the two of them duke it out. Well, that was my whole thing. Is that I'm like I'm talking to Olivia as we're going, and I'm like, this is this is actually kind of good because like she's like her her like fate her like phase leech or whatever her powers are. What do you want to call it? Like, you know, but she calls him the leech. Like, I have to feed you to keep you alive, right? Mm -hmm. And he's almost, like, getting stronger than her. And I'm like, and then pretty soon he's, like, contacting you on his own. He's like, yeah, we haven't really talked much. You know, usually Tyreen is is the one doing the talking. But, you know, I'm kind of badass now and all this stuff. I'm thinking, like, okay, this would be kind of cool if, like, you know, this whole time she's the figurehead as the main antagonist. And he, like, you know, kills her at the end. Like, bitch, I'm the one in charge now. I have right? my powers. Like, and, and what I thought would, would, you know, I was kind of, I didn't really expect it to happen. But what I thought would be really cool is, because it really didn't make a large difference in um, in, in 2. But what would be nifty is, like, you, um, like, you get to the climax of the story. Those two fight, let's say. And both of them are, like, super weak after that. And you pick which one to kill. And then the, the other one goes off and creates a different storyline. So that re- replayability would actually have, okay, let's try this one next time. It, not even that, dude. Like, um, like the, fight, the fight when you're fighting him. Troy, by Tro- the way. Troy. You're fighting Troy in like... I got this in, in, And uh, Tyreen is like all tied up or whatever trying to do her, her siren thing. He's like sucking the life out of her. Like to fight you, and she's like, "You're killing me," and all sort of stuff. It would have been so badass if he actually did. If you like get him down, and he's like, "I need more," and just like sucks her dry, and then he's the big final boss. Like that would have been awesome. But no, you just kill him, and then she's like, "Okay," and she eats him, and then she's the final boss. So like, huge missed opportunity. But that would have been so cool to see him rise up to be the main villain. I do want to point out that there was more tentacles and disappointment. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, I don't know. Well, especially because they, they hyped up, and, and also they hyped up the Destroyer again. And it was just like... They're like, oh, the Destroyer's in the center of Pandora. You know, that that actually is the most powerful thing. And when you kill it in 
two or one, all you're really doing is just kind of shoving it back in the hole. And I'm like, okay, you know, let's try this. We'll have a big boss fight. And then right. it turns into weird tentacle Tyree. I would have loved, because like the, the Grave Warden, the one you find in Eden 6. Oh, that one's like, so that, fucking that's, cool. That's a cool fight. And I'm like, I would have loved to see like a giant, like mutated Troy, and he's like all around the arena and stuff, and it's just kind of this weird Tyrene thing. You're just like, which is I no guess. bigger than like you know some of the bosses you fight on the way, right? You know, and like big missed opportunity. And, and them as characters are boring as shit. They are it, like, it got, like, like it, it had some promise when, it, when he killed Maya. It's like okay, he's moving up, and then it totally fell flat. And you fight, yeah. Um, in in. Uh, even putting the like handsome Jack, of course, pinnacle great antagonist. Yeah. If you set him aside and ignore that he ever existed, they're still really boring characters. Oh, yeah. They're not funny. Their whole setup is boring. They're not interesting. If they went the route where he kills her and kind of that would make it would have it would have made it a little it made, it made, it made, would have made it feel like he is developing and he is more interesting because they they always I mean in the beginning they play her as off as literally a god quote unquote. Right. And then, you know, it switches. Yeah, it was just, because it could have been cool where they, like, you kill him, you think it's done, they get the whole troll ending where they say to be continued, then it goes 4, 3, 2, 1, and then he, like... Which was funny. Yeah, that was good. And then he eats her, and then that's the big, crazy ending boss fight. Or he goes to Necrotefeo and opens up the, the vault, and he becomes the main villain. But they don't do that. And no. it's like... I, mean, I, I, feel like, I feel like they were going that way, and then they changed their mind at the last second, but they'd already developed all that to that point. I know, I thought that they... Change of events, you know, people request who they want to see killed or whatever. Yeah. I was hoping that, like, the final thing would be they wanted to see them get killed and Troy would be like, oh, and, and I was see really, you die, I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. And I was really expecting it because she's, like, you know, all tied up. He's like, you're killing me. I'm like, oh, he's going to, because as soon as, I, you know. Because his fight was actually more interesting than hers. Well, as soon as I saw. Once she stopped screaming. Well, yeah. As soon as I saw him eat Maya's powers, I'm like. Oh, like, that's interesting. I was like, okay, this is cool. This yeah, is cool. She was just like, fuck, dude. Well, and then it, there was kind of that uncomfortable where she's kind of like, I thought you could only feed off of me. He's like, guess not. I guess I could eat any siren. And, and, he, and she's like, she's almost kind of worried, like, shit. I it's I not even, and they keep an eye on him. And it's kind of interesting. It's like, you kind of make it think that she is giving him power, but not really. She is just kind of allowing him to suck some. Or he's getting her power to suck from her. Yeah, as he sucks the power. I, I think I think that's what it was. That as she fed him, he gained some powers. of her leech powers, and then he used that to to also Borderlands. Make the fucking vaults have actually good guns in it. Oh, I know. The Jesus vault Christ! The vault should be worth it. You go in and it's like a shit ton of it's literally blues. You're like, I got one single good gun from the, I never got the a single fail vault. Like. Honestly, what they really should have done is just have a unique legendary guaranteed drop in each That'd vault. That'd be awesome. So it, you get, like, the vault of whatever, and that gun is... Like, when you get the melee thing, so you can break the little Iridian crystals, have some sort of melee gun, or something or, like that. Or even just, like, you know, and have it, like, be like... I forget what the vaults were called, but, like, you know, let's... Eden 6. And well, just... like, it was, like, the, the gun was called, like, the key to that fault or something yes. like that and so it felt like you got in there and you got a cool new toy and it doesn't have to be the most amazing thing ever but at least you are guaranteed that shiny golden pillar of, of legendary yeah it'd be so awesome you walk down the big runway and then like some big complicated thing pops up and, and it's, it's big... almost like a borderlands meme now that anytime there's a vault it's always full of it shit it sucks yeah 
Like, even, like, when we were farming General, General Knox's armory, like, the whole... I farmed that dozens and dozens of times. Well, in, in just because Livia and I were playing one, there was a DLC where it was the secret armory of General Knox. And yeah, you go through the campaign, and in the end, you set off the self-destruct for this giant armory of guns mm-hmm. that the, um, the Atlas. Atlas Corporation has. And so you're given, like... Two minutes. Two or no, three no, minutes. No, no, it's, like, 15 minutes to, like, raid this thing. And so you go through and try, you're, just, you're just going through chests one after the other, trying to get the best guns you can. And there was a special new tier called Pearlescent Guns, which were like above Legendary. And they only dropped out of this area. Well, you only got one shot at this. Once you two, go, if, two if you got through the second playthrough. Right. So you got two shots at doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a way you could glitch through a door and enter the armory and avoid the time limit, farm the whole thing, open every chest exit the game, go back in, you could repeat this. Mm-hmm. We farmed it for months. And we, not get, and we never get got a single pearlescent gun between the two of us. Not once. So I'm like, there's no fucking way you're ever going to actually get something decent on the two chances you have here where we can do it no. probably a hundred times. <laughs> Side note, what is hilarious is they did not fix that glitch in the Borderlands well, and the, whole, and the whole thing is, is that they made that DLC because people were so disappointed that the big vault at the end didn't contain anything of value. And it was like, but this vault doesn't contain anything of value. But you, when you're, you're glitching in, kind of uh, messed up the code for actually generating good stuff too. Well, people there's got, there's always that. people got stuff doing it that way. And, you know? Most of my legendaries, like the best game, like in all of the games, all Borderlands games, the best gear I ever got was out of Underdomes. Always, yeah. So, so story aside, the story is bad. And it's indefensible. I just bad. had to bring that up. It's bad. We can move on. It's, it's awful. So bad. No, I. It's. <laughs> I. I did not care for the story one bit. Gameplay, I think, helps. I, I, I want to see a DLC. I want to. You know, let's bring in the season pass, the Halloween event. You know, they're doing that. They ten years need of to do something because, like, some of the DLC for like Borderlands Two, Tiny Tina's Dragon Keep was oh. like great writing. Absolutely, it was hilarious. fun as shit. Hilarious! It was emotional. It was good. Yes. Um. So they they have the capability of doing it. Yeah, and it's that was this. Just they sucked. wrote a good story, quote unquote, for that without really involving Handsome Jack. I, I think they were almost they they leaned on Jack for a long time to make it good. Um. I think in three they've they've done interesting. They've set up a, an environment where they've got a lot of space to work with and that they can tell interesting stories of the different planets and lore. But the story they tell in the base game is bad. The characters are boring. Um, All of the major cutscenes, you notice your character's never in the cutscene? Yes, I did. Like, that's the coolest thing in like Final Fantasy is that your character is like the main character in there in all the important cuts. Well, yes, yeah, so you can dress up as a Moogle and you know have But but it's it's, it's you feel like you're the hero of the story in this one, I'm like you're So viewing. who's the hero? Lilith? Again? Yay? Um Well yeah. Or who's who's the little girl that, that Ava. My, a, Ava. Ava. Um, she is girl. she is so forced on you. And she has so, zero some, somebody somebody equated her to Scrappy Doo. Like she she's forced <laughs> on, she's forced onto the story. She has zero character development whatsoever. She's just a little brat the whole time. She cries because Maya dies, but you don't care because you're just like, okay, are you gonna develop now? No, you're still screaming at Lilith about random shit. Right. Okay. And then it's oh, guess I'm a siren. Woo! And then it's like this person's a siren. Woo! And then, wait, this person's a. I'm like, so you've got you, so you, <laughs> everybody's a siren. You, Everyone gets siren. Yeah, you, you you force Ava Ava into the story. 
She's not a good character. Nope. And now she's the siren. Yeah. Okay, cool. Fine. Even though actually Maya was an interesting character that they kill off and replace her with Ava. And then they're like, by the way, Tannis is a siren now too. I'm like, so we've wasted two sirens on unlikable. I mean, Tannis is likable in, in one sense, but the whole. Only from the back. The, the whole giving her siren powers to Tannis. <laughs> like, giving her siren powers felt like it was a twist for the sake of having a twist. It was completely unnecessary for the story for, some, for her to suddenly be like, oh, by the way, I'm a siren and I can talk to you. It, I guess. It, I feel like the reason they did it was to get through the story of Angel. Yeah, and, and also, that's, like they were that's really such trying bad to writing. Things together they could then, have done that in so many different ways. I know, but then going through the whole story of the, I don't know. And I think like, it would have been either. better is if they just left Angel's siren powers, just let it go, and address it sometime else. Because honestly, what does her having the powers really do? Well, that's my whole point, is it feels completely unnecessary and pointless. Yes. Like... And I think they just wanted another siren in there... Because, uh, spoilers, because uh, when Lilith dies at the end, they have to have, you well, know... Well, she, quote-unquote, died. Fate rules. You didn't see her fade away. She ain't dead. They're gonna... They're gonna but, bring her ass... <laughs> they're gonna bring her ass cracked back. Well, and the thing is, is no matter what they, they wanted they to bring another siren... She'll just be a fucking force And ghost. they wanted to bring a siren in, and really, what other female characters are in Borderlands other... Ellie? No. Moxie ain't gonna happen, and basically Tiny Tina. Or not okay, so tiny I Tina. would have taken Phase Explosion over fucking Tannis. Can you imagine fucking Ellie with? I just want Ellie with Phase Lock powers. Well, and, and that's the other thing is I'm like, okay, so everyone loves Tiny Tina, and you have her for like right ten minutes. You I'm do like, one all, mission. I'm like, all the characters you want, and you have one mission with Tiny Tina. It honestly feels like... And there's probably some side shit, too. But it, it honestly feels like Brick, Tiny Tina, and Mordecai were thrown out the end. They were, like, chucked in there for the sake of being in there, and I'm like... They should have been in there from the beginning. I'm so fucking sick of Lilith. Like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, she's not a bad character, but I'm just like, we can't fucking get rid of her. We killed her. Four games. And she's probably not dead. Oh, she is. She's, they have to kill off. She her. probably fused with the fucking moon vaults on Elpis or what Elpis or whatever, and now we're stuck with her as a fucking phase ghost. And I'm just like, I just wanted more Tiny Tina. I just more wanted fucking. Her, I just wanted more Badonkadonks and Crumpets. And That's all I wanted, and I didn't get it. Apocalypse. I didn't get that, and I'm just but like. Now she's just like that, like tweaker on the street. You know, you talk to her a little bit sometimes, but she's just. I'm like, I was prepared <laughs> to have Tiny Tina be a fucking playable character. Oh, and they no. were just like, nah. yeah, she makes a pizza bomb and then she's done. And then you help her, like, do some side shit. I'm like, guys. Oh, God, the birthday party. Oh, God. Well, and that's the thing is that Tiny Tina had some of the best fucking storytelling in Borderlands 2. And she's like, nothing. In like, honestly, if you think the Tiny Tina quest line in, in 2 and the, the DLC, I mean, like, how many people have screamed Crumpocalypse at a con? You know, it's just... It's like a total bullshit one-liner where people love it, you know. It, it And they just... It was wasted. So, I mean, I feel like they focus on characters that aren't really that interesting. And why the fuck did they kill Scooter off? Oh, that was Tails. We can't judge Tails for, for yeah, what it we is. we can't judge Tails. Tails was, Tails was good. Tails was the best game that Tails good. was made. But I really don't... At least they made Ellie less of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, she's not a total monster like she wasn't. I don't. We're like gonna her. crash awake. I don't like her character. She's like 
the most evil character in the game. And everyone, like, like literally, she's like, I don't like these two gangs of people who are just, like, doing their own thing. So let's start a gang war, have them kill each other off, and then we're going to crash the funeral and kill everyone at the funeral. And you're like, what the fuck? Will I get paid for it? She's like, you betcha. I'm like, I'm not really okay with this. She's like, okay, you get to decide which group you're going to kill off, and you get a different gun depending on who it is. So whose life do you want to end the day? I'm like, okay, I don't think he's about murder. But, like, really? There's completely no reason to kill these people. She's like, I'll give you a gun. You're like, let's make it happen. Well, like, they always joke and say you're a fucking slut, and you're like... And, and the thing is, like, is like, that was funny as shit. Yes. When, like, the whole kill yourself with Tyree, like, that was good. She's like, okay, yeah, you can kill my cameras and support but you're a total gun slut, and I know you're, you're going to go do, do it. it. <laughs> and I look at Dante, I'm like, you're the gun slut today. And he's like, I'm going in! <laughs> I, I fucking jumped in the porta potty of death. <laughs> and I, I, I know that they're trying to, like, touch on, like, our, our it has social adults. culture right now, how people are going to eat soap and do dumb things. Yeah. But, uh, it's so no, I, I actually liked the gunslight comment. That was pretty funny. It had its funny moments, but yeah, the the, the funny moments were much further and far between than because like Borderlands Two had gems like oh these lights will suck. No, 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 my favorite quest, just chill. What was that one? The the clap chapel where all of the the psychos have winter hats on. Oh Jesus, that and one. he's explaining to you objectively why it's the funniest joke ever. Get it? Yeah, and it's. So not funny that you laugh, and and, and it's or or the stupid shit like go collect thirty four thousand rocks, and we're like, wait, is that the same? The, the, you're still collecting brown rocks. Oh, you're still yeah. collecting brown rocks. Yeah. Well, and like even like the whole like stairs. No, they, they even have that joke in the trailer, and you're like, this is gonna be great, and then like nothing never happens. Like, Claptrap never leaves sanctuary. Claptrap plugs a hole in the windshield, and then he With goes down and makes a Frankenstein robot wife. Off of like a telecommunication like, router. <laughs> yeah. It's like a clap foo. Yeah. Like he's trying to make a waifu out of a router. And that, that's that's his whole shtick. I'm like, did you guys forget how to be uh, funny? Yeah, it, it, it I, definitely I, yeah, has its there moments. There are some funny parts. I mean, can you talk about the Robo Bear? Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Ice Cube. Ice Tea. Ice Tea. Oh, one of those ice yeah. beverages. One of those. Playing the voice of the mechanical bear. Okay, ha- okay. Having having Ice Tea play a. <laughs> An AI, a ship navigation AI shoved into a teddy bear was fucking hilarious. That was an amazing quest line. And we're like, wait, you know, it get, the bad AI gets in the ship, and he's like, yeah, shove that bitch in a hard drive, no ejector. I, <laughs> like, I, I think the best part of that is, like, you, you find him, and he's talking, and we're shooting stuff, and suddenly we all stop, and I went, is that fucking Ice T? Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, we all just stopped, and we're all Googling, I'm like, it's fucking Ice T! Because, I mean, it was, it was reported, but I didn't know it. No. Just sort of thing. I'm like, Ice T is literally trying to get rid of his toxic ex girlfriend or whatever that like by shoving that bitch in a hard drive. His final solution is putting her in a hard drive and shooting her out into the coldest parts of space. <laughs> and he's just like, <sighs> and then having little one liners as you're running around sanctuary, like you know whoever 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 like crapped in the whoever crapped in room four, go clean that up. He happily plants his ass into the the ship system, so the ship has a voice now as they sing. He's like, whatever. He, no one really cares. Or like, he basically hacked our ship to talk shit to us as we run. Well, we needed it. a navigator, so we're just like, sure, let Ice T navigate. Because if you're gonna pay for Ice T, you're gonna pay for him for more than one quest line. Right. Like, no, it was pretty funny. Oh, and um, the Penn and Teller bit was hilarious. Because because we we spawned like pain and terror. I'm like, okay, I need a terror. And then I need like, yeah. And then you hear 
And we pause, and you go, "Is that Paige Gillette?" Yeah, and you hear you hear Paige. Like, oh, look at this! Oh, he's mur- He's sucking his eyes right out with a spoon. And I'm like, "Wait, holy shit!" This-. And, and like, I stop and I look at the poster on the walls. It's Paige and Tara, and I'm like, "And, and Tara's got his mouth sewn shut." I'm like, "Motherfucker, they're in here too." It was great. I mean, that was wonderful. Also, a terrible boss fight when you're chasing the fucking thing around. That was terrible. Um, Side note. Anyway, no, they, they that no, that was an awesome boss fight. I'm sorry. What chasing around and blowing shit up? Yeah, when you, you come out and you realize the whole fucking area you were just in or the area you're about to be in is a giant car and you're chasing yep. it around. That was cool. Because the, bo- the boss fights in Borderlands fucking suck. Yeah. There's like two fights that are really cool. It's probably that one. Maybe the pain and terror fight. With the pain and terror. That was kind of, of interesting. Well, I like how that was all one thing. Finally it was one giant there. encounter yeah. pretty much. And the Grave Warden was, was interesting. It, it's oh, yeah, not, the big stone golem shit. Like, yeah. Like, it's not mechanically that interesting, but it's so different than everything else that it feels cool. It, well, the, the vault monsters were pretty cool. Like, they're, they're, some of them. They, they've cool. had that moment where, like, it transforms and, it, like, launches over the stage shooting fire, like, holy shit, fucking run! Like, you can tell they, they tried to make them more interesting, but most of them were honestly, like, Especially in multiplayer, you just surround them and you lock them down with so many status effects, it doesn't even matter. Because people were complaining of, like, Killavolt being too hard. I'm like, we just demolished it. Well, it's because Killavolt, we didn't have the glitch when it happened. One of the glitches was, you know how some of the floor panels turned electric? Yeah, they they were all turning on. They were all turning on. But, like, their their boss design is boring. I'm sorry. They die too easily. And honestly, that's a problem that other games have, so I won't, like, dunk on them too bad no. for it. Because, like, Destiny boss fights, like, normal content is always really boring. With occasional, with the same thing in Borderlands, it's occasional invulnerability phases and ad phases. It's, 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 it's tough to design something when your character's designed to be overpowered. Yeah. So, I, I mean, like, overall, for I the don't story, dunk on them too bad, but I wish they could have done more. Because they, they had some interesting fights, like the big, Chasing the giant car thing. Like, that was, it was, that was interesting. Cool. It was cool. Um, like, so they, like, they can do it, but a lot of them, it's like, oh, here's the Gigamine. It's like, it was over in like two minutes. 20 seconds. Yeah. Right. And overall, the story, well, the, the Calypsos are like pretty mediocre. Um, <clears throat> running around, seeing the new places, like going to the Jacob's Planet, finding Molly Wan and Atlas, you know. All these things that you've been hearing about for three games, you know, it's cool. And Promethea and, is a shithole. And Promethea is a shithole. <laughs> yes. At least you're not a Promethea. Promethea. Yeah. And, and so, and, and I love the little bits of lore you found, like those little audio logs about Krieg. That we didn't get much information, like Krieg or the stuff about Angel. It's Lots of lore was filled in on three. Lots of Yeah, and I suspect that... They probably intend to bring some of those characters into DLC, but they were setting... God, I hope you, so. You, you, needed, you needed to have those recordings. I'm not sure how he made those recordings, but those recordings are showing him developing and getting a little more control. So when you see him, he's a little more in control. When you can't like, talk to him first. You can kind of talk to him, you're going to get some craziness, but he's actually a usable NPC at that point rather than just a playable character who doesn't talk much. Yeah, and and they, they fill all the, you know... No, no. One thing about the story, the whole Typhon de Leon shit was just funny. Like, oh yeah, we went and slayed the beast, and after that, we went and slayed the beast. It's well, like, oh, again, God. they have him around for like a minute, and then, you yeah. know. Like, his recordings were very interesting, and they, those were actually the most interesting because they had lore about the area you were in, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, his character was kind of funny. They kill him off. I'm like, 
stop killing the good characters. Right? Especially since Tannis wanted to tap that. She I'm like, I want so I, I want to see like this little like turd of a man like pull up Tan ass right there and just yeah, use the whip and you know, just I don't know. It is really funny that there's some excitement. It is really funny that you hear his audio logs throughout the entire game. Up and then he comes up and he's just like a little walking. Well, turn. even the, even the the posters. Well, it, it goes to show like the, the Typhon de Leon is like, oh, it's a movie poster. It's obviously not. Stories him. are always exaggerated, right? Because you like it turns around and like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, even he's like, being ugly is great. No one looks at you when you're ugly. No one even notice you. And I'm like, oh, shit. Gotcha. <laughs> Damn. Now I know why <laughs> Troy looks the way he does. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I think a lot of missed marks on the story. And I really... And the characters, it's like... I'm looking forward to their Halloween event to see what that puts out. It's not going to fix it. No, 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 no. It's going to... They've already said they're basically reusing the monastery. They're putting some filters on it. Oh, okay. There's um, going to be candles and jack Basically, I think you go and you go and you kill... Haunted enemies that just appear in random locations around the galaxy. That gets you like access keys to go to the the haunted monastery thing. And then there's like some probably another shit. And about. there's like a mechanic where like you know as you take more damage, you start to like build up terror, and then it's your terror max out. You lose control of your character for a while. So I mean, some, I'm not saying like, it's going to fix the story. I'm just more interested. In, I, I'd like to see what they put out. You're going to see first. what their service model looks like. Yeah, because I mean, they've got like the season pass. For upcoming paid DLC. Which we didn't... I totally didn't buy already. I'm sure you did. I I mean, honestly... And I know it sounds like we're dunking on the game. The game was very fun to play. Yes, it, it has... Um, a, from a gameplay perspective. I think the story is awful. The characters are not that great. But, you know, running around, doing missions, blowing shit up, killing stuff, you know, using your abilities. It's awesome. The menus are laggy as shit and annoying, but moment to moment is really fun. The, the performance is a big problem, and it doesn't help that the PS4 Pro version Somehow. was not optimized properly. So the PS4 version runs better than the PS4 Pro version. Which is just... Um, and a lot of the menu issues are exasperated, especially in multiplayer. Like, it loads up pretty well in single player, but as soon as you're in multiplayer, it's inexcusably laggy. Um, yeah, they, they've admitted they know there's a problem. They Do you guys have slowdown? Because I very rarely get slowed down. I get slowed down. Oh, really? I, yeah, I don't get. A, usually, my system kicks into high that, gear for the that's fan. That's probably performance aside. One of my my complaints about multiplayer, particularly, is that because the game is so vibrant with particle effects and things exploding, especially in high level content, it you cannot see anything that's going on. And, and that can be fixed with tweaks. You know, well, it, they got to tone down, I think, some of the effects. It's not like a core like, gameplay issue. But it, it turns into, like, I'm literally shooting at something I can't see. All I can see is the health bar, and I'm guessing that it's below the health bar. Oh, yeah. With my flat can, half the time, I'm just shooting health bars. Well, it's, it, it works for my play songs. I don't have to be precise as much. But, but for like, like, for, for like Seb... With the flak, Bill. Where he has to get crits for it to even matter... It's really debilitating. I think they need to kind of tweak some well, of it. It's like when you... Because you can apply Zane's shield to somebody else if you'd like. Because you threw it on me at one point. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't I? think you meant to do it, but you did. And you're talking about how you can't see through the particles. I'm like, I'm like, there's these big panels in the way. I'm like, man, you really can't fucking see shit. Well, it's not even the shield. It's that when you fire an elemental gun through the shield, the shield, like, releases... Particles for that element. Which is cool. Which is cool, but you literally cannot see what you were shooting at because there's so it, much shit in the It's like way. they should tone down particles during multiplayer to... I mean, because we've had that moment something. where, you know, I use an electric grenade to, like, 
there's just blue everywhere. Like I, I know and the whole thing is like let's around. make some mayhem, right? And, it and there's there's it feels like mayhem, but it's it's almost too much to a point where it's affecting gameplay, the fun of the game because you can't see what's going on anymore. I mean, overall, uh, oh yeah, I don't want to sound like shit. No, overall, if somebody says, "Is this game good?" Yeah, I go would buy. It. If, if you like Borderlands, you're gonna love this game. Yes, it, it is it's, good. It's fun to play. If you're looking for like a riveting story that's gonna rival. <laughs> and surpassed two. Yeah. You do not want to play this game, but if you want good gameplay, it's good. Um, it's got performance issues. I That's hope they. I hope they can fix that. Um, because it's not just like a PlayStation thing; it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, they're having issues, which with are it. annoying. But again, in the core, moment to moment, it's still very, very good with the occasional slowdown. Well, and they recognize that it's a problem, but they're kind of like, right now, all they can do because the way like the, the update loop for like PlayStation works, yeah. you have to submit an update. And then the, Sony has to vet the update to make sure it's not going to like brick the console. So there's, just, there is a forced minimum time that that's going to take. Yeah. So, I mean, even if they made that fix day one, it's going to take, it would have, it would have been by now, but it's going to take weeks. So all they can do right now is hot fixes where it's like minor numerical changes and stuff. Yeah. So they're like, we know we can't change big stuff, but we can at least adjust some for quick fixes, some quick fixes to address some media and issues. It's like, um, uh, and I feel like they're actually looking at stuff because we've all played those games where something will be broken or overpowered for six months before they fix it. And and I think Borderlands in at least I mean they've had you know at least some patch notes saying we fixed this little thing, we fixed this little thing, we fixed this little thing. So at least they're looking at it and saying okay, we see that's an issue. Like the Moe's build, because we see that's an issue, we're going to nerf it a little bit. Well, and they've been very aggressive with their updates on that because there's like new patches like every two to three days. Yes. So like they're they are actively making these changes. And it's like when they, they the fadeaway build for Flag, they nerfed the shit out of it. They go, that's too much. Two days later, they well, buffed it back. Well, it was one particular skill. The, 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 the build was still always viable. Yeah, but it's like, like okay, we did too much. Let's fix it back to a more reasonable spot in the middle. Yeah, and that so, took two I days. Mean, so the, for right now, they've been aggressive with updating at least balanced stuff. Yes, we'll see how they manage with optimization for performance because that's definitely a problem, and how they manage um, some of the other issues like the, the visual and audio glitches we get. I haven't experienced and a lot of that stuff's more annoying than game breaking. Yes, like it's it's not like some games like Anthem. Oh, Jesus! Where it's, Don't talk about it's Anthem. so glitched the game isn't even playable. Yeah. It's more like like we had one today where like the elemental effect like on an enemy stayed around after the enemy died. Yeah. So like the crackling electricity effect was like you saw like some particles in the air that wouldn't go away and it kept looping that effect sound over and over Annoying, again. but not game-breaking. Right. And once you were playing, you couldn't even hear it because there's so much shit going on. Yeah. So it's, the game is totally playable start to finish. I think we had maybe, the, the biggest gameplay issue we have is enemies being stuck inside walls. It happens relatively often. It happens probably once a play session. Yeah, and luckily I have got I have guns which you can, can kind of stretch work. into walls a little bit. Right, but if you're doing like a, a time-based thing like proving grounds, it will destroy your run. We lost because of that. You're, you lost because of, of that that issue. So I mean that that's probably the most problematic glitch I've seen that isn't just annoying in terms of like gameplay. 
But overall, it, it works. It just has slowdown and lag in the menus. That's I mean, every game, Destiny has slowdown too. It's just, and, and I think if they reduce that particle effect down a little bit, it'll give a little, it'll give the system a little bit more room to breathe. <laughs> well, and optimization is big. I mean, I think the main reason probably why they didn't send out <coughs> review copies to everybody is because they knew the optimization was shit, and they didn't want people not buying the game because of. Of optimization. Not that it's an excuse, but that's probably why they didn't want to just spread it to all YouTubers out there to review the game. Because everyone's going to go, runs like shit, don't buy the game. Right. No, especially after that 2K stuff. Well, we're not going to get into that. But, <laughs> but like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want someone to not get a good game because of some slowdown. Yeah. Um, it's annoying. They need to fix it. But the game is good and worth playing. Exactly. Regardless. Like, it's... Is it... More Borderlands, yes. It is a more refined, more modern take on Borderlands, and it's fucking awesome. And, and there's some pain points, but I think overall it's, it's it, for the most part, a, a big upgrade like, to the original. I, I actually went back to, when we went back to, um, I had a friend uh, who didn't want to play the, before he bought Borderlands 3, he wanted to play the Borderlands 2 DLC, the new one. Yeah. So I jumped on my PC because I have a copy. Oh, the one that came up for free? Yeah. And gotcha. So I, I jumped on there and I, I played it through with him. And this is after we started playing Borderlands 3, mind you. You, you felt that difference, huh? Holy shit, I miss sliding. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like ee, ee, and I crouched down, I'm like, oh yeah. No sliding and no vaulting. Oh, it was awful. You feel, you feel so clunky. And the, the guns sound boring. They sound tinny. They don't feel like... They rattle and clank and they... Like, honestly, a Vladoth SMG, a Hyperion SMG, and a Molly 1 SMG were basically the same thing with eh, little tweaks. You know, I like, mean, they were unique sounds, but, like, in 3, it's this meaty, clanking, you rattling... Know, you hear, yeah, you hear rattling and, and things sizzling as it lights on fire. Like, like my, my Lucian's Call of Loud. I love the sound when you prime the bolt. Yeah. And it just, just clicks that. It's a very sad... It's like, they did a really good job with the sounds. Like, when it doesn't glitch. And, and yeah. back but to... But when, when it's working and, correctly, and, it sounds great. And, like, when the Iron Bear... Um, when I'm using the Gatling guns... Okay, it's got when, a good feel to it. Well, no, not in that. Um, if for people who actually played Battleborn, uh, if you played Montana, remember when you when you got towards the top of your heat meter with your Gatling oh, gun, it's got an audio it sound like that whistling sound. Yeah, like they have the pedal. exact same whistling sound, oh, and cool. it is wonderful because I loved Montana and I play that, and it was extremely easy to manage my heat, not even looking at the gauges. Yeah, you to hear that audio cue. It was wonderful. Yeah, no, their their sounds are good, um, and the gameplay is good. So. Or when the nukes go off from the Iron Bear, even though they're super weak, you hear this big thundering, you know, yeah. shaking sound. Oh, and then we had the random echo sound glitch. That was fun. Mucha? Um, so when guns are fired far away from your character, oh, it sounds like it sounds like the sound of a gun would be echoing off the wall. So it's kind of like a cave or something. Right. I would get that like all the time from my own guns. Yes, it, 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 I think it. I think it's been it's been fixed or something. I've gotten. I haven't gotten it in a while, but for like one day, I was just like, "What the fuck is wrong?" <laughs> yeah. You hear? I've got this like giant like double barrel machine gun thing, and it's just Fire's like cannonball. It's like, what the fuck is this? It sounds like a toy here. It sounds like yeah, it sounds like a toy. So no, I mean like the glitches need to be fixed, but. Like I said, it's it's nothing that's preventing you from playing the game to a point where you're restarting missions or anything like that. No, I I've had one crash, which you know. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I've had to restart a few, but it wasn't a tedious like in the middle of the last 
you know, didn't break the mission or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah, I think no. it's that one we had to rescue like the cockroach rat or the something like that. Rat. Oh, Remember we had to restart. That's it. right, because the 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 enemy didn't spawn. Yeah, yeah. I, in the game, that might be issues with their engine. I mean, have you ever played a game that hasn't crashed at least a couple times on? Well, I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, and it's crashed on computer sometimes. Well, that's, <laughs> that, that is your hard. Your computer doesn't issue. work. Is the problem. <laughs> No, I don't like that logic of like we'll we'll allow it because every other game has issues because it's a lot of shit that no is just, pushed out that's not ready. It happens, you know. I, I yeah, I'm not gonna like dog on them badly for it, but I'm also like it doesn't make it okay though. You know, it's like you need, you need to work on fixing it. You know, remember some of the crashes in Division? Yeah, Division had fucking problems. We yeah. played this Fallout seventy six beta, and it was like. Obscenely bad. What a clusterfuck. I mean, at least we're not too stuck. I mean, usually there's like enemies stuck in the wall, so we have to like throw grenades at a light post and then see if <laughs> we did that a couple we times. We got like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the worst one, honestly. It only happened, like you said, about once, maybe one one enemy a day. The only really bad one was that one circle of slaughter where it was like up on a high ledge. And, and luckily I had a gun that just happened to work for it. Right. So, no. I mean, that's, that's an issue, but anyways. Borderlands 3, it's a good gun. Good gun. Good, good gun. game. Um, over one billion guns. It's a good game for gun sluts. For gun sluts. You don't care about the plot too much. It's no cute shit. Yeah, the story is just bad. Don't, don't. Come don't, don't. The, the villains this in the story are all bad. Go, go, <laughs> go play. Like, the best, most redeeming parts about the story. Ice-T and Penn and Teller. Yeah, the celebrities. <laughs> Mostly. Which is yeah. usually what it's that I don't go for, but they're pretty good. Because who doesn't want Ice-T stuck in a six-armed... Teddy bear, teddy bear controlling a giant spaceship that you literally stuck the joystick up his ass. Yes, and shove that bitch into him. He kind, he kind of twitches and like, and, and like yeah, it's grinding himself on the stick. I don't and know. then you shoot, you shoot uh, Teller in the dick. You do shoot Teller in the dick. Many, many times. Like, like you shoot him in the codpiece and he explodes. This yes. piece says worship here. Yes. Which I thought was an excellent touch. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the, th- the thing is. Because is like, we know how pendulum uh, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, is what I, what's fun about, you know, if you've seen a lot of their shows like I have, you know, um, and, you know, TV shows and stuff like that, it's like they kind of like put on giant, you know, showy thing. It's just kind of how they do stuff. So it's fun. Well, the best part is that I can take a gun and spin around the area and kill everyone in the audience in a giant bloody mess. Yeah. That okay. Is- so, um, <clears throat> final round about what's your favorite legendary gun in the game? Flat cannon. Flat cannon. It's one, oh, fuck yes. It's a, sh- it's a shotgun that shoots out a round and then detonates. It's an the anti-air air. gun. It's, it's, a fl- your- it's literally a flat cannon. It's, it is a flat cannon. If you don't have it, go fucking get it. Mine is probably between two, Lucian's Call, which is a Vladoff assault rifle. It's got <laughs> two Gatling gun barrels that spin ind- independently and then also spin together. Um, and it's, it's got like this crazy effect. With the potential of infinite ammo. When, when you get a crit with one bullet, it regenerates two ammo and then ricochets those two rounds off to hit other nearby enemies. And so I've got a freeze version that freezes enemies, and then I just unload Bam, their face. Cool. And there's just literally icicles shooting everywhere. It's great. It's awesome. It's awesome. And then the Butcher. Oh, the Butcher. Which is a shotgun in reference to Diablo 2, where it is an extremely high fire rate full auto shotgun. And every time it fires a bolt, it's a chance it will restore like a random amount of bullets to the magazine. 
So my magazine's 13. I've had it fire like 27 times in a row before I had to reload. Dude, I, I would love to um, sometime switch characters with you. Just to see how I can go fast like Sanic. You can go fast like Sanic and you realize how stupidly difficult it is to kill Moe's. Have either of you guys got the one? No. Is you gave the, me one. Is um, that the one shot? This is the one magazine shotgun? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, I thought you were talking about the one punch man gun. That is it. That oh, is the, it. The, the, the melee one. It's just called one punch gun. Not the other, not the punch one. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Or is, this, is that the face puncher one, or is it the... Uh, I'll have to find this stat. I, I got it, honestly, and sold it. <laughs> he has listened to the show. Libby oh, sells I, all the cool stuff. I know. I don't know it's cool until I sell it. But it sold for a good amount. What does it do? I forgot. I'll look it up. It just—I thought it was hilarious the name of the one pump chunk. Because it didn't there, work with my. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's, I wonder if I can. I, I'm looking it up. The, the, okay. the leg, legendaries are great, and honestly, and, and before we close this out, I will say that we didn't, we didn't mention it before, but like in the previous Borderlands games, they had like the modular weapon system where the parts would be randomly put together, and they would all modify the effect of the gun, and that's what would generate the random stats, but. I will say that with three, there are far more unique feeling guns. They look weird. Like Atlas guns look weird as shit. It's awesome. Well, they look like a Mars ships. Um, okay, yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's um, it do? It's like uh, plus 1425, whatever, weapon damage. It's like an obscene amount of damage. Plus 24 reload speed and 3.5 weapon zoom. Yeah, it, it's like an obscene amount of damage. Sounds like And the red, the red text is, I swear, this has never happened before. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say the guns are the most unique, not just stat-wise, but how they actually fire. Because you get some really crazy, weird shit. Like, here's a gun that shoots bullets. Here's one that's got a different barrel on it, and it shoots saw blades that arc radioactive dam- uh, lightning to enemies as they pass by. Now, now, I was saying, for just effectiveness, my flat cannon, definitely. Yeah. For fun... The Doom Gun. like It's what, not that good. It's not, no, no, no. But it's fun because they copy the animation perfectly where he just slams the two shotgun shells and it clicks it back. It doesn't shoot out tuna. Tuna? What a tuna gun? Oh, I get it now. <laughs> I understood that reference. All He's right. too young. He's, He's a baby. Oh, he, he knows. Where he runs out of fuel because he had to make room for the tuna. And the muffin. And the fucking muffin. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that show is not for kids. No, no it is not. All right. Well, that's our show, which is also not for kids. No. Um, we say fuck too much. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're definitely not not uh, rated G here. But that was Borderlands 3. We'll probably, maybe when some of the DLC comes out, we probably won't do one for every DLC, but it's like, maybe the like new ones one come two. out, we'll, we'll kind of do a, a retroactive on it and, and, and talk about it. But... Uh, Borderlands 3, good game, terrible story. Um, fun references, fun celebrities, fun... It's not nearly as funny as the previous games, but it's really good, solid core gameplay. If you want, like, just the looting and the shooting, especially with friends, absolutely worth your time. So, do suggest it. Um, but I think we're, we're good. So, we're going to sign out, and uh, everyone, be safe out there. We'll see you next time. Bye.